podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Voices of the Big Podcast with Ben and Monica. And we are here in the Horns Park in Watford to record our very first podcast in a pub. Uh, me and Monica have been doing this podcast for three and a half years now. Uh, so we wanted to get together. Monica doesn't come down often to uh, Watford games. So when he does come down, we, we want to get together and uh, try and do live podcasts together. So, Mike, firstly, how are you doing, mate? You, you uh, looking forward to the Um, it was a good touch by Watford and the EFL clubs that have done that. But 
first time before we get into the game, is it your first time at Vicar Drive for uh, this season or did you down for the PPR game? I did the PPR game, yeah. but it's the, uh, I'm not single through this season. Third Lucky game job. so far, yeah. did the QPR, did Coventry, and then today against. Um, He's had too many already. This is a typical dub. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you get your thoughts on the old Elton John and Primo song? Uh, what do you make of it? It's, it's one of those. I, I like. Don't get me wrong. I like the Watford are doing it. I think it's going to take a while for us to, to get used to and actually be a bit more passionate about. It. I 100% agree. I, I think the, the sentiment is there. But I was expecting, you know, when it was coming to the end of the song, I was expecting the Ruffley and everyone else to be like, all the, everyone singing the chorus together. It wasn't to be. But I think they're trying to get an open, you know, like Birmingham got key right on, Liverpool, you'll never walk alone, etc., etc. We try to do that. Yeah. And it's not working. Uh, I think it's one of those where it's, it's going to take time, isn't it? Grower. I think the longer they play it and stick at it, the fans will get on board it. From, from being to one game this weekend, we've had recently, it does sound a little bit louder. There is more fans joining in to it, so uh, hopefully it continues and it is a proper like that. But we'll dive into it. What did you make of the first 10 minutes? Uh, I thought it was a bit, a bit, that's to be totally honest, a bit sloppy, a bit slow. Just both teams struggled to get going. I think. That was the story of the first half then. You know, we, we didn't have a, I think our first shot target was a goal. Uh, I, might, I might have to stand correctly there, but the, the first couple of minutes was very much a Sheffield Wednesday team that are uh, trying to play the way that the new manager is bringing in. But look, their the new manager's had, what, a week to work with that? So his ideas aren't going to come off straight away. And it was very much a Sheffield Wednesday team that just wanted to play for the badge, play for the pride, and wanted to impress a new manager. But the way that he wants to play isn't going to come off straight away. And I feel like Watford should have, should have smelled good. You know, they, they should have gone for it from the, from the get-go. I and mean, we come out of the traps as, as quick as it would have lost, to be honest with you. Really disappointing that start. It is, when you consider that Sheffield Wednesday, they're probably the league that won a game in the So I, I think 
we were very lucky today. We, we, we played a shift and went to team. We were very much in a transition. Yeah. Your spark, you play them in two weeks' time, different animal altogether. They, they won't, they'll win their next game. I know we play on Tuesday or I don't know whether they're playing on Wednesday. I think they'll win their next game easily. Yeah, no, Sort of sit 
Australia goalkeeper. But yeah, no, of course, you know, I mean, the half time whistle went past Goldfield, he sat there. <laughs> and uh, I, I was in the toilet and I heard the freezer in the hand. I said to Ben, so my missus is there today. She's not in this book. She's scared to her in the long cup now. But uh, I said, they're blue. She was like, yeah, they're blue. I was like, yeah, right. And do you know what, Ben? I was sat, I, I was still having a piece at the end of the game. And there were fans next to me saying, I'm not sure I'm happy with that. We just fucking won. I don't give a fuck how we play. We just won. We've won. This is the third time we've won this season. Third, third time in 12 championships. Yeah, Tekken. I don't come out often, so enjoy it when they do. Exactly. Um, but I felt like the fans were starting to get on the players back early doors, half an hour in. But then it was. Yeah. 
Og så gik man til Sjøs, og deres kølner, kølner var selvfølgelig ikke fast op, og deres røgvis. Og så der Blue Mounds, Østkommandingsbund, okay, så det er kølner i røgvis, noget bøjer, noget gældende sjøer. Det er faktisk en grundfor. Så jeg var sådan halvt expecting there to be more changes, but I don't get why you don't just fly throw Bio on with Bio. Because Bio works hard. Look look at Coventry, for example. We don't score that second goal if Bio's on the pitch. And Bio's just doesn't press like Bio does. So look, we can sit here and say that all we want, we just won. But if we just sat here and we drew 0-0, or we lost 1-0, then this series goes to concern. My question to you is, with these hard-time substitutions, is it Valerie Ismail getting it wrong because obviously he's having to change it after 45 minutes, or is it the players letting him down? Um, I can't believe I came up with a good question like that. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I have to show this one for a bit. But, um, no, look, I, I, th- I think Ismail trusts the players that yeah. he puts out in that pitch. And they obviously work on shape and the way they're going to play and everything else. And it just doesn't, like, sometimes these things don't work. And he needs to make changes. Ben, at the end of the day, the the, the whole thing is, right, we've got to manage that inner place changing straight away. How many times have we stopped the podcast and these, what, three and a bit years? And we're like, I wish the manager would make a change sooner. Like, look at Cisco Reeves. Waiting for the 60th minute. Yeah. That's he's proactive, isn't he? He obviously sees an issue in the side, the players have let him down, and he's trying he's trying to find a solution to improve things on the pitch. I'll tell you what, I've not seen a manager make subs like that that early since uh, the academy. Remember Brighton where they got promoted? Brought Banyo up first time. Tactical. He worked nothing wrong with that and I like the managers to do that. Yeah. If someone's having a sink up, you're off to And then it was, I think on the 50th minute, I think um, Jamal Lewis picked up the yellow card, and I, I thought it was the half yellow card straight away. But then it was a couple of minutes later over on that right hand side, and that burst of pace from that Sheffield Wednesday player was frightening. He got the other side of Jeff, Jamal Lewis, and Jamal Lewis went to ground with a challenge, and the referee straight away put the whistle to his mouth, pointed to the spot, and the uproar from Watford players, I've not seen it like that for a while. So going over to referee's leading line, it's not a penalty, it's not a penalty, went over to a linesman as well, and then after it, it was like a couple of minutes, wasn't it? A couple of minutes, and the players were talking to the ref, and then the referee was like, you know what, I'll go over and speak to the linesman, because obviously he must have heard the, the the Watford players complaining so much, and maybe he had something in the ear from Milano saying, you know what, he has got a foot on the ball, but was your heart in your mouth when he pointed to the penalty spot? Uh, the words that come out of my mouth when he pointed to the penalty spot, I cannot repeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, my missus looked at me and she was not happy at all. I was like, I'll oh, calm down, babe, I promise. I'll calm down, babe. Mate, I was going, I was doing it, never felt in a million fucking years. Never a penalty every day of the week and twice on a Sunday. Never in a million years. And do you know what, man? I'm glad he went over. Because usually, that's what I'm saying, because there's no DIR. It, it took forms to go over. It's a penalty, yeah. and that is it. But when I saw the word to 
Oh, it's over turn again. Fair fucking play. Being white stone in stone one. He read Fish last year when he beat Fish to sit in two And fair play to the fucker. What I liked about him, though, was obviously he wanted some spots right away, but he, he didn't really rush his decision afterwards. Like, he could have easily gone to his back, gone to his pocket, got his yellow, second yellow card and then the red card and sent Lewis off. But he didn't. He was very patient with his decision. He, he, he thought, OK, I need to go over to my linesman. I need to see my assistant. And I, I, I need to get a second opinion on it. So thank God he did, because he went over. So West, Wednesday fans were fucking loving it. And I was going, only one Danny Roll or whatever this song was, singing about the manager already because they won a penalty. I don't know when the last time they won a penalty, but I thought, oh, yeah, that's a bit much. Um, but yeah, thankfully it was over uh, overturned and Watford were very, very lucky. Well, not not lucky. No, we weren't, we weren't lucky at all. It wasn't a penalty. Yeah, he, he got a foot on the ball, so justice was done. Justice was done. Um, so after that, three minutes later, ball went out of play, take Lewis off. He's on a yellow card. You can see that the Wednesday winner has a beating of him with his pace. So off he comes, and on comes Ken Semmer in. Fantastic to see Ken Semmer back. Like, Ken Semmer is the most underrated Watford player. Like, he gives absolutely everything for a cause. Such a fan favourite. We love Ken Semmer, but great to see him back on the football pitch, Mike. 100%. And like you said, he, he's a Watford legend for me. And I know the Swoop's opinion on Twitter, but you know what? He gives 100%. And that's Harry what we've got in We want 100%. Yeah. For me, a left back, he's a viable option. I think he's the best left back at the club. Yeah. And, and I we've brought in Jamal Lewis, um, but he, he, he was the best left back at the club. And he has been for the last couple of seasons, even when Adam Messina was there. And who else have we had there recently? But oh my god, like, he's still been Kamara. Kamara, better than Kamara. Kamara is a liability. Another few substitutions for Watford as well before the next talking point. So 
Uh, Chet Vidassi came on for Imran Luza again, another disappointing display by Imran Luza. I, I think you all know I've never been Imran Luza's biggest fan. Um, I don't get why people hype on about him so much for saying he's our best player, blah, blah, blah. I've never really liked his attitude or anything. And I, I don't think he turns up half the time in Mike. I, I said to you walking here as well, he seems like a bit of a hot player and he, when he wants to turn up, he turns up. But other than that, I don't think he really cares. Um, yeah, I, I could see where you're coming from. Look, I think the problem is there. If he, he had such a good game with the first game of the season, everyone has set that bar in their head. Yeah. You're like, fucking hell, loser was immense that day. I missed that immense. one. Like, Typically, I, I missed that one. <laughs> that's more you, that is. Um, he, he, he set the bar so high against QPR, and then everyone's expecting him to be there every yeah. single time. The problem is, that's not been the case. People are quick to, to like, Analysts and everything. Like we've got a video analyst um, who is from West Brom and Barnsley and that. But he's got to say the voice of the victim. Fucking hell. We've just about got a podcast. <laughs> we, we don't even know if this is going to work tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking into this. I don't know if you can fucking hear me. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so obviously they've got video analysts. And look, like, now that Loser as a potential danger. So the problem we've got there is we'll see with Pedro, we'll see with Sai, they stick to the middle. Pedro was good enough to dance through two men. Sai, when he wanted to, was good enough to dance through two men. Loser just doesn't seem like his arse that I do. And it kills me because we know there's a player there. Yeah. I wouldn't be pissed off if he was a mediocre player. We know there's a fucking player there. If he wanted to, he could turn up on the roof and feed Watford's most of all. We've had Ismail Assam, we've had Joe, Joe Pedro in recent years. Ismail Uza, Ismail Uza? Fucking hell. As strong as he's barking. Uh, Imran Uza could be Watford's main man if he wanted to. The opportunity's there. Like you say, it's clear now. I only say the same as you, but it's about loser. <laughs> um, Imran loses, it's his opportunity to shine now, really. There's no star boy at the club, really. It's, it's Marlon Sars gone, Joe Pedro's gone. Who's going to take that moment? And, and it looks like Mateus Martins is the one who's stepping up and he's taking quiet, it. Yeah. Because he seems like our only real player player, creative player, someone with a bit of pace can actually stop something helping up at the moment. But maybe the, the, the bit of quality that we're looking for it's from the guy who entered the pitch slightly um, just after, and that was Yasser Espria came on for Tom Innes. Talk about Tom Innes quickly. I really liked his work rate. I think you can't fault his work rate. I he, he put a shift in for the team, but again, maybe hasn't got any product, maybe didn't maybe get in the right areas. What, what do you like of Tom Innes' um, first few months at the club? Look, I, I think with Tom Innes, the reason that we never loved him before he joins, he's a busy bastard. Yeah. He's everywhere, he's here and there, he's irritating the fuck out. The, the, the no end product, I think he's a bit harsh. He's not getting into positions yeah. for us to judge whether he's got an end product. Whether that's a problem, we need to highlight, yes, okay. But if he's having shot after shot after shot and missing them, like at Reading, you know, look at Reading last season. They weren't 100% would have relied on him a lot more. And he would have been 
you're assuming a lot more, trying to score a lot more. And maybe they would have said, look, fucking hell. Tomics um, has 10 shots a game and yeah. only like, scores one of all these. He doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have that responsibility before. So listen, I think he's a good player. Yeah. I don't mind him. I mean, he's, he's someone that you've got the option to have. He's someone that you're away from saying, oh, I don't know if you realise today. When he come off today, he got moved by the Sheffield Wednesday fans. Every fan base was hating him. I, I hated him. I used to be pretty. He scored against pretty much every single championship team. When you said that he, he was booed by the Sheffield Wednesday fans, then I thought he was, I was trying to think, did he play for United? But he, he didn't play for Sheffield United. He's just he's one of those bad bastards that everyone hates. Um, and whilst we're recording, I've just seen a message flash up on our um, in our DMs from um, the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. So James, who we spoke to during the week, he's just messaged us now going, oh, I had cramped the championship is cruel. Uh, so I think he's feeling it today. I, I think that's very. They weren't great today, Ben. Yeah. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. Maybe they're thinking feeling hard done by the whole penalty being overturned. What, the penalty that wasn't the penalty? I, 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 listen, James, I don't know if you watch this game or anything, but I'm not just saying this to be a, a twat. But <laughs> I, I genuinely don't think that Sheffield Wednesday offered anything going forward. They didn't really test Batman. Look, we didn't test Cameron Dawson in the Sheffield Wednesday goal. Yeah. All I have to say, I'm in the goal actually. Sheffield Wednesday didn't do anything going forward. They maybe perhaps thought maybe a point would have been acceptable. But at the end of the day, a spring of the box is defence. Brilliant bit of magic and he scores. That's it. To sum up the game really, it was two poor teams that needed to find a bit of magic to win the game. We brought Yasuri Spree on and we found that bit of magic. And it wasn't just the magic from Yasuri Spree, it was the, the magic from Kone um, in the middle of the field. That ball he played down the uh, right hand side for Yasuri Spree was absolutely fantastic. And we've seen this before by Kone. He's got it in his locker. He's up there with Yasuri Spree where he can see something that other players can't find in the team. And he can find that smallest gap that he can fizz a ball through for the players to run on into. And, Well, he's not going to be any quality anyway, so he can fucking kick off all he wants and he's not winning them. 
But if he keeps putting performances like this, he'll be in for an end. 100%. 100%. No, he's got the quality. I think we can all see it. And we've seen it in the spells that um, you want to get in our fight, don't you? No, I thought, 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 <laughs> thought it was a bit of a scandal. <laughs> If you want, you can go get another drink and no, try and do a monologue as well. No, 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 we'll I'll, I'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. Going. I'm worried that you've only got a tiny bit left, though. This will be alright, mate. We're not talking for much longer. <laughs> so, yeah, Yasser's pretty. We, we all know the voice. Really gifted. It's so talented. And we've seen it before. We've seen these little clips when he's played for uh, Colombia or the under 21s for Colombia. He's definitely got in his locker, but the consistency needs to be there for Yasser. Comfortable today, he did nothing apart from comfortable 
uh, cup and gallery cross late on, and I, I said to James next to me, and I was like, yeah, well, a couple of seasons ago, Daniel Batman would have came for those and been so comfortable with doing it. But the character is there in the squad, the squad, and we've seen it, and we've seen the personalities that Vladimir Ishmael has brought into the side and in the likes of Jake Livermore. I don't know about you, there was one bit for Jake Livermore today that I really liked about him. There was, it, it was like a long ball thrown up to the opposition end, and Ryovich, we'll talk about Ryovich in a minute. He, he wasn't really interested. He didn't, didn't really want to go for it. But then Jake Livermore, he, ran, he sprinted from his own half all the way through to the second and a half or uh, uh, towards uh, where we were shooting. And um, he, he just showed a bit of passion, a bit of like, I'm going to get there. If I get there, I'm going to go through the fucking player. And I really like that from Jake Livermore. But uh, yeah, I, I just really like that. But, yeah, as I say, when, when we show a bit of character, we can grind out results. And, we did it today, and that's a much-needed three points for Watford Football Club. But I want to get your thoughts quickly on Ryovich. And we were talking about it coming here today. Um, I, I know we've just won. I know we should be talking about three points now. But I, th- I think there's a little bit of a, like an elephant in the room with um, Ileta Ryovich. And I, I think we need to address it a little bit. Do you think he really offers anything really to this team? It was probably four or five games ago, I was saying, let's not write him off. He might come in and score free, he might come in and do really well. I am not writing him off. <laughs> like, I'm not being funny. He comes in and he's six foot one. Three, six foot four. He's a big fucker. Blanket. You would expect the ball goes up, he's winning it in the air. I've not seen him win a header. So far. He scored two goals against Cobb. That was fucking brilliant. And brilliant the way they got. Loved it. Scored the first goal against Birmingham City. Criminal defending, by the way. Deon Sanderson. Hand your head in shame, He's watching. Yeah, yeah, if you're watching, on the way back from Middlesbrough, you're lost. Get in the comments. Yeah, get in the comments. Uh, so, um, he doesn't offer anything to me, I, I thought he was one of these Ben Manga finds. Yeah. That's another kind of fucking words to open. It's not, it was Jurassic Man. Or Boyatz. Or Boyatz, man. Maybe man. Boyatz, man, after all, yeah. Um, but, um, he, for me, Ben, I'm sorry to say, he doesn't offer anything for yeah. me. He doesn't win out of draws, he sits for three, sits for four, whatever the fuck he is. He doesn't offer anything. I want to like him. So do I. I don't want to write him off, but at the moment he looks like he's won a competition. Because I think you or me could make do a bit of, better job of maybe showing for the ball. Like, he runs away from it half the time. And I think he only held the ball up maybe once or twice in that second half, and I wanted more from him. And, that uh, we're not writing him off just yet, but I just want to see oh, more. From, <laughs> I, want, I want to see more from him. In. I'm just slightly disappointed. But if that, if that, sorry, I must say, if you're listening now, and you can hear the music in the background, these mics aren't working. You can hear a fucking karaoke. The background music has been top quality, but now it's turned into karaoke. So you've got a live podcast. We're sinking some drinks, and you've got karaoke as well. We do treat you. And we had the dog in the corner earlier as well. He's gone, he's fucked up. 
he, he heard we started recording and he was like, I ain't fucking saying yeah. it. Um, so yeah, three points of Watford, we head to Swansea on Tuesday. We're both going Tuesday. Why? My first question to you would be why? What? Why are we going to Swansea Tuesday, Mike? You've, you've done the ground before, I haven't. That's why I'm, I'm going. Ben's doing it because you've been. Do you know what? I'm going because we're down the bottom of the table and I'm trying to tick off grounds that I haven't done yet. I'm getting squeaky bum time and I thought, fuck, we might not be in the championship much longer. I need might to be one well, I've been very bachelor forever, that's why I'm going So that's why I've done it. Why have you done it? I've done it for the Danny Graham scored, one one midweek now, me and my old man went. But, I thought, when Ben said, oh, I'm going to do Swansea, I thought, you know what, I fucking fancy that. I drive out, I, I had a class of session in January, uh, in the start of the year. And I thought, you know what, fuck it, I'll go. And I thought about driving back, obviously I only keep living in Lincoln now, so it's about four and a half hours, maybe four hours, I don't know. But the shuttle is just 40 quid, so I thought, fuck me, I'm going to stay there. That's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. But I'm just a fucking madman, that's what I'm doing. I'm really looking forward to it as well. Like, I'm I'm, I know we're mental for doing it, but Tuesday night at Swansea, like it's going to take us hours to get there. I'm actually driving back after the game. I've not, I've not got a hotel, but what that? Who knows? I might end up getting in with Mike on the night or something if, if like the traffic's bad. It's like we won't tell you, Mrs. Don't worry. Mike will end up. <laughs> Mike will end up calling me the babe instead of. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, it's going to be an interesting game anyway, but before we start recording, I put a quick tweet out on our podcast socials to say that we're recording tonight. If anyone's got any questions, I've seen let, a couple of, let, let us know. So we've actually got a few um, questions. I've seen a couple tonight. of notifications pop up. You got, you got the answers? Yeah, I've, I've not got the answers. I'm hoping you've got the answers. <laughs> and I've got the questions. Um, so uh, Matt Churchill's um, dropped in two questions tonight. So uh, cheers, Matt, for dropping in the questions. Um, hope you well, mate. Um, he says, if you're Valerie Ishmael, why is Estrella not the first name on a team sheet? I think it's down to the inexperience of the league. Look, he, 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 didn't, he didn't start week in, week out last season, did he? No. So he's, he's getting used to the league at the end of the day. And hopefully, if he scored today, he scored the winner. Yeah. Hopefully, he gets that start and he can build on it, build on it, build on it. Look, he's starting against Leeds and we fucking lost 3 0. So, it's a difficult game to go into for Leeds, isn't it, really? Same with Kone as well. Kone impressed against Birmingham. Him and the Spree have both started afterwards. Big game in the end of the road. Like, maybe that wasn't the right time to throw them into, but Swansea away Tuesday, I would throw Kone and the Spree both mate, into the starting line. I'm starting the Spree on Tuesday night. Yeah. And Kone. Yeah. What did you say? I wasn't massively impressed with Tom Deli today, so I thought Kone offered more, um, but it's Spree. Like we talked about earlier, he's got that bit of magic. Espria is going to be some player. Yeah. It's just whether he fancies him. If he's on it, he can be some player. Yeah. Playing Premier League, no problem. And we've got a second question from uh, Matt Churchill. So thank you again, Matt. Uh, Follow-up question. Your Gino, you've just witnessed that. Do you go big in January to secure safety or hang tight and hope? Well, there's rumours that we got 30 million to spend once we get through. For me, you spend a lot. <laughs> In the spot. Yeah, how many points do you get for 30 million, mate? You know what? It's quite expensive, yeah, isn't it? It's a whole 
potential with Kobe and his really to, 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 to go on and attack the, the death beds. And that's what you've seen today. You've seen Kobe come on in press. It's really, it's really found a magic key. And he found a bottom corner past Dawson as well, which is absolutely fantastic. So I, 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 I think, I don't think we're going to go big. What I'm hoping for is we tap into the loan market for Premier League clubs. There's loads of talented players in the Premier League market that we can tap into. And we've not done it for absolutely years. Watch you back to the early 2010s or something. Henry Lansbury, Tom Cleverley. We've not had players like that for Premier League clubs for so long. Eh? We, we need to bring those kind of players back into this building. And that's what's happened with the likes of Sheffield United. They did it last season with um, Tommy, Doyle, yeah. Tommy Doyle from Manchester City. Like, why, why can't we approach Premier League sides and try and tap into those young, top, top, top quality youngsters? And we've not had that since some Cleverly and Lansbury. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm not expecting uh, Gino to get, go into his back pocket and like, get five million out and dish it here and there. That's, that's not going to happen with Gino Pozzo, not when he wants to be debt free, but try and exploit that loan market and especially get into those Premier League sides as well. Um, but yeah, I think we'll probably wrap it up there, Mike. Um, so we're obviously going to Swansea Tuesday night with the mental, yes, I know, uh, but we're really looking forward to it. And because we're going to Swansea Tuesday night, we're actually going to do a live podcast straight after the game. Um, so Mike will go head off to his hotel room, I'll get him in the car. And Mike's going to set up a, uh, a meeting and we'll start recording a uh, Swansea review game. Win, lose, or draw, the boys will be here to give you uh, a, a podcast of performance. And then uh, um, I'll tune in and I'll um, be in the car driving back to Hemel Hempstead where I live and we'll do a podcast for you. So that's going to be coming this week. We probably haven't got time for a preview show on Tuesday because of the, the quick turnaround, but. We're definitely going to do a review show, so, so make sure if you head over to our YouTube channel, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hit that notification as well, so you'll be notified every time we go live, because this will be on uh, YouTube on Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, the, uh, we'll, we'll be live on YouTube on Tuesday night 100%, I'm taking my laptop down on me, it's not then said as soon as I'm back from the game, I'm going to jump on. YouTube live. I know three lots of scratch rides do their own um, uh, Twitter space, Foden, whatever, whatever. And that's brilliant. And I fucking love the boys over at BNSA. Yeah. Uh, BNSYA, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be live on Facebook and YouTube. Like Ben said, he'll be joining. And that'll be out on YouTube, Facebook on Tuesday. And there's a podcast on Wednesday. Just want to apologise as well. If you guys were expecting us to the Sheffield Wednesday preview as a podcast, I have a hands up. I fucked up. So we weren't able to put it out as a podcast. This will be going out as a podcast, though. So, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it, man. I've fucking loved it, man. I've really enjoyed it. If anything, I want to do it more. I want to do it more regularly. And I know it's going to be tough because obviously you're so far away. But whenever you're down next, we need to organise this. And if anything, I've underestimated how many drinks we need. I think three points would have been enough. Think, we've gone for two, and we've got two points would be enough, but I finished my second flight probably about five minutes, so you finished yours for about 10 minutes. So, so uh, we'll probably wrap it up there so we can head to a bar and get more drinks. We're going to go into the walkabout now to get some more. Mike's actually off now, so he's actually left me behind. But thank you very much for everyone joining in tonight. Uh, if you like the video, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. 
and make sure you get into the comments as well. We really want people to get involved in this podcast and let us know your thoughts in the in the comments. Let us know about the, the performance that you thought of, the players that stood out maybe, and what you're looking forward to in the Swansea game. But me and Mike, we will be back Tuesday evening when we are in South Wales recording a live review of the Swansea City game. Um, so yeah, we'll see you Tuesday. Come on, you boys. Podcast Network.